Welcome to tonight's broadcast of The Victorious Life TV. I'm Lisa Boldo, and tonight's broadcast is, it's a little bit different, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart, and it's something that I believe that many people struggle with, but they probably don't admit it, and many of them probably don't even realize it. So, I see you guys jumping on, so welcome again. But I'm going to dive right in. You know, tonight's topic is about trusting in God versus trusting in astrology and psychics, right? And the reason that, well, you know, when I asked the Lord what I should, you know, what he wanted the broadcast to be about, what do people need to know about? And this is what he put on my heart. And then I was speaking with a good friend of mine this morning, and I'll tell you a little bit about that as well. But this is something that keeps many people in bondage and in fear and in fear of the future and in fear of making decisions about the future. You know, so many people, they read these daily horoscopes, uh, whether it's now it's on the internet. You know, I, I know that there are times that I'll visit a friend of mine's, you know, or, or somebody that I went to high school with. I might look on their Facebook page. Once in a while I do this and I'll see that they posted a horoscope thing for the day. And I'm, I just cringe inside because I'm thinking, oh Lord, they have no idea of the seed that is planted in them, you know, and this is a big deal for a lot of people and people think that it's harmless and I don't know, you know, if you are someone that reads these things and you think that it's harmless, think again, think again. And if you, if it's not you, but maybe it's someone you know that you know that they're into horoscopes and astrology and they go to psychics or they've ever been to psychics or maybe you've ever been to a psychic, I'm telling you right now, it's not harmless. You know, oh, how do I know this? Well, I know it firsthand because if any of you have seen my um, testimony, and, and this is my testimony, so many people say, well, how did you come to the Lord? Yes, I did go through an awful time in my life, and I went through a, through, um, a divorce, and, but the worst part is that I was addicted to psychics, and it almost killed me, you know? And I know some of you might be thinking, what? What? Seriously? Yes, seriously. And it all started, I'm going to just tell you a quick background, but when I was nine years old, I picked up my first astrology book. You know, my parents were already divorced, and I, you know, I thought it was interesting, and I thought, you know, I, I didn't even realize it, but at nine years old, I was looking for God. But I didn't know I was looking for God, so I was looking for the counterfeit, right? The alternative, the supernatural, the horoscopes, something that could tell my future, right? And so I picked it up, I started reading, oh, I learned all about the signs. I used to have Linda Goodman's uh, Sun Signs books that was like this thick, and then I bought her Love Signs book, and I'm telling you, I studied the zodiac, the signs, you know, all this stuff. I studied them when I was in seventh and eighth grade. I played around with these little books that had um, spells in them. And then when I was, I think it was um, eighth grade or something, I got up enough money um, to buy this little black book. It was at the end of every horoscope magazine called The Magic Power of Witchcraft. I had no clue. 
I didn't know, you know, that that was of the devil and all this stuff. And I just didn't really think about it. I was just like, ooh, this sounds really cool. I bought, I would go to the library and, you know, get books about ESP and, you know, extrasensory perception. I would read all about astral projection. I'm telling you all this stuff that I was studying because I wanted to know, you know, how does somebody get this supernatural power and all this stuff. It was awful and it and it just I didn't even realize at the time that there that what I was doing was purely demonic and the and that the enemy was this was the perfect way for him to just get his claws in me. So fast forward to then I'm 18 years old and a good friend of mine whose mother was from Turkey was a psychic card reader right and so i would see her every week and and you know i was in an abusive relationship at the time you know with my son's father i was 18 years old and so from 18 to 23 i would see this lady constantly and she didn't use tarot cards she used uh regular playing cards and she would read my cards and she would say to me you know we broke up and she would say oh he'll be back to you in three days and if he wasn't back in three days and so what was this doing this was just getting me further and further involved like uh, you know and it got to the point where I could read my own cards and then I could read my friends cards my sister's cards and everywhere I was like oh let me read your cards you know kind of thing and you know <sighs> no good no good I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Okay, so let's fast forward. I get married a few years, you know, not a few years, but yeah, a few years later, and I end up getting divorced at 33 years old. I hit rock bottom, and what happened? I started seeking out the psychic all over again. Not just one, but many, right? I started seeking them out, why? Because I was so riddled with anxiety and panic attacks. And even looking back, when I would see my, my friend's mother going through that abusive relationship, it was constant anxiety, panic attacks, no peace, nothing, right? It was just, you know, and I always had a really good work ethic, but I'm telling you, I hit rock bottom. After that divorce and seeking out all these psychics, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, but I just want you to know, my story. I was desperate. I was so, I had so much anxiety and fear about the future. And so I was talking to a friend of mine this morning and um, she's actually watching the broadcast right now. Um, I'm not going to say her name, but, uh, cause I don't know if she would want me to, but however, um, she, um, got in touch with me this morning and she had a revelation from the Lord and she always has or has had this issue about going to the doctors and uh, the blood pressure. Her blood pressure would always be high when she would go to the doctors. And so I guess they call it white coat syndrome or something like that. So she had a lot of fear around this. And I think she's actually even been on blood pressure meds for like the past year or something like that. Well, anyway, she calls me this morning and she says, oh my God, I had a revelation. I'm like, what happened? And she said that someone, God showed her that back, somebody in her family was, um, many years ago, was a psychic, like, um, and prophesied over her, if you will, spoke words over her that someday she would have high blood pressure and be on blood pressure medication. Mm. 
And you know something? I thought, okay, she said it's okay. Her name's Kathy. <laughs> Kath, I love you, girl. I'm glad you're watching. But anyway, she, um, the bottom line is, you know, so she's been struggling with this. And she said, I don't have to deal with this. I said, no, you do not have to deal with this. And so it was great. I said, all you have to do is now that the Lord brought it to your attention, repent for having come into agreement with that word curse spoken over you because that's what it is. It's a word curse, right? Anything that someone speaks over you that it, it is not giving life, it is not in line with God's word and it doesn't give life. It's a word curse. So you either receive it or you don't. That's why it's so important. I'm not yelling at you. I'm very passionate. You've got to counter the things that people say to you. Okay. So I said, all you have to do is repent for having come into agreement, right? Agreeing with that when it was spoken over you. And then I proceeded to tell her, you know, incidentally, when I was 32, uh, a psychic told me that by the time I was in my early 40s, I would be on blood pressure meds. Well, or she said, by the time you're 40 or your early 40s, you'll be on blood pressure meds. Well, guess what? That time has come and gone, 20 years, and no blood pressure meds to speak of. I didn't come into agreement with it, but I always like wondered, like, hmm, hmm, you know, like I didn't agree with it, but I was like, I don't know about that, you know, um, you know, kind of we'll have to see kind of thing, but I was like, no, ah. And then when I went to nutrition school and then I started learning about the law, I was like, I will never have any of this stuff. You know, my mom has struggled with diabetes. I was like, I will never have diabetes. I will never have cancer. I will never have hype. I will never have any of these sicknesses in Jesus' name. And I tell you, and I told my sister, say the same thing. And she said the same thing. Tell my brother, tell my brother, say the same thing. So, you know, and praise God, we're all in good health and you know we're so praise the Lord and oh my gosh so okay I need to go on with this because it's just so important that you realize that horoscopes astrology psychics even if you've ever been to one you know what it got to a point where I was so addicted like someone on crack cocaine I would take grocery money that I didn't even have and run to the psychic bills, bill money, right? And I was like, well, I'll worry about it later. I need to go see the psychic. And it got to the point where I was so addicted that literally it was like someone who is on drugs, who is, just needs that next fix, you know, because what they tell you is partial truths. And then you're, you're like, I need to know more. I need to know more. I can't rest. I can't. And it got to the point where I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think straight. Now, here's the thing. I always had a good work ethic, so I did work at my job, but I would be in the bathroom every 15 minutes crying. And then one day, it just got so bad, I dropped to my knees and I said, I didn't even really know God, but I was going to church. Think about that. I had one foot in church, and I say, and I was dancing with the devil. One foot in the world, one foot in the church. And But even the church I was going to, nobody was teaching how you could, you know, get into involved or addicted to new age or astrology or psychics or any of that stuff, right? It would say psychic slash astrology reading, you know, $25 or whatever it was. But it, it, for me, 
it consumed me. And why? Because it's demonic. It's like any other addiction that people have, whether it's pornography, whether it's cigarettes, whether it's drugs, cocaine, it, it's addiction is addiction. And when I tell you I understand, I understand. And it's like I, it's like I couldn't even control myself. But I dropped to my knees and I asked you know, I just said, God, I didn't know to call him father or anything, Jesus. I just said, God, I said, I don't want to die. My son was like 10 years old at the time. I said, please, if you help me, I'll do anything. And then I just got up. I composed myself. Oh, I said, I surrender. I said, I surrender. I said, please help me if you help me. I said, I don't want to die. If you help me, I'll do anything. I don't want to die like that. And then I just said, I, I surrender. Or I'm tired of doing it my way. Just please help me. And then I composed myself. I dried my tears. I went back to my desk. And my coworker, this was totally God. Because when I dropped to my knees, I meant it. I went to God with my whole heart and I said, please, if you help me. And I didn't know to repent or any of that yet, but I just said, I surrender. Please help me. And so, because I literally felt like I was five pounds away from death because I couldn't, I just, I, could, I was weak, but I would still work because I had to. But anyway, so long story short, within five minutes, a coworker, as soon as I got back to my desk, turned around and said, why don't you call your church for help? And I never thought of that. I didn't have money for traditional counseling. I thank God for that now. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that everybody out there isn't whatever, but I needed the word of God. I didn't need, you know, people's opinions and expertise. I needed God. I needed to break this addiction. And so um, someone called me. Oh, I, I made a call to my church. I just said, hi, hello, my name is... I'm addicted to psychics and I feel like I'm going to die. Please call me. And someone called me with literally within five minutes, had an appointment the next night and with this woman from the church. And she explained to me how God, how, how the devil got his claws in me at an early age. She, and she took me through a prayer of renouncing Satan. Basically I repented for everything. I renounced Satan, all his works, all the word curses that were spoken over me, all of it in Jesus name. And I got free. I got free in an instant from that addiction. But I will tell you after that, I thought about it. I mean, I, I had to know, she said it was an abomination to God to go to these psychics and, and to read these horoscopes and all this stuff. But I needed to know why was it an abomination? Well, I found out it's because of the price that Jesus paid to set me free, right? With his own life and blood. And so God takes this very, very seriously. You know, so if you have ever been to a psychic or maybe you've even dabbled in the occult or reading cards, tarot cards, regular cards, it doesn't matter, any kind of new age. Okay, I need to paint a picture for you, okay? I, I, need, I need to paint a picture for you because people think that it's harmless. It starts out so innocent, right? You think, ah, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, you go... You know, maybe you're walking on a boardwalk and you see a sign, $5, $10, palm reading, whatever. And you're like, ah, you, maybe you're in a new relationship and you're just like, or you're in a messed up relationship and you're like, oh, let me just see what the psychic has to say, right? 
man, just because it says psychic, we don't ask them for credentials. We don't ask them anything. Honestly, their credentials is it's Satan. It's demonic. That's what it is. Because anybody that makes you dependent on them and doesn't point you to the Lord Jesus Christ, it's demonic. Okay. All right. So it starts out innocently. So you think you go, you have your palms read. Next thing you know, if you're vulnerable and, and even if you're not, it's still seeds being planted in your head. You know, your, your husband could be the most faithful man on the, in the world, but maybe, you know, he, there's a little anger there or something. Next thing you know, the psychic's telling you, oh, your husband has anger issues and, you know, he's going to get really violent and it could be dangerous for you later. Next thing you know, you got seeds planted like, oh, I can't be with him. And you ruin your whole marriage or your whole life. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Or maybe, so it's seeds being planted. Or maybe you're vulnerable and your emotions are a wreck and you're seeking answers like I was. They know that. And they instill even more fear on you. Like, well, you have to pay me X amount of dollars and I'm going to light these candles for you. And, you know, and you need to work with me because if you don't, you're doomed. You know what? Then the next thing you know, that fear is in you. Well, who's behind the spirit of fear? Hello, Satan, right? Mm. Fear is a spirit. And the word of God says that God has not given you a spirit of fear, right? But of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Sound mind is peace, right? Praise God. So in any event, and I had anything but peace. But the next thing you know, they've got you in fear for your life that if you don't work with them, you know, you're, you could die. So next thing you know, you're taking grocery money and money that you, you know, don't even have to pay your bills to go and pay them for help, right? Oh, it's so demonic. It's so demonic. And people's lives are being ruined over this stuff. And like I said, even if you think it's harmless, you know, somebody I know... I'm not going to say any names, but someone I know, they're, um, and it's not even, doesn't even just have to be a psychic. It could be a doctor. It could be anybody. Someone I know had a friend who, um, it was a high school boyfriend that went to a doctor um, out of high school uh, while he was in high school. And the doctor told him that by the time he was 40, he was probably going to be dead of a heart attack. Oh my gosh, seeds planted in this young 18-year-old mind. And oh my gosh, this person was so distraught when she found out that her friend at age 40 died of a heart, you know, heart issue. And actually, he was uh, preparing the whole year before he bought his plot and he had a young daughter and all this stuff and basically told them all, yeah, I'm getting ready to die. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm just saying, you've really got to watch. You've got to know the word of God. You've got to know the word of God because if you're not strong in the word of God and someone speaks words over you that, just remember this, words are seeds. Words get planted. Words paint pictures. And if you're not strong in the word of God, you're going to receive things that come to you and then, you know, it can cause confusion. It can cause fear. You need to get strong in the word of God and be like, no, that's not what God says about me. He always causes me to triumph. I am victorious in him, right? I am the righteousness of God. 
I am like the I, I am joint heir with Jesus Christ. I have all authority over the enemy because Jesus gave it to me. I have the spirit of God living in me, right? Oh. So anyway, I didn't realize at the time, you know, how much that I was hurting myself, right? And if you or someone you know is looking at these things, even just, oh, let's just see what it says, Cosmo Magazine or whatever. I haven't looked at Cosmo in years and years and years, but I think I remember there was a horoscope section or something, right? A lot of magazines have that. And of course, a lot of stuff on the internet. But I just want you to know, you know, I was at a point in my life where I was so depressed. I was so anxious. There were days that I felt like I didn't even want to get out of bed for like three days it was absolutely awful, awful, no peace. There were times I felt like my heart, I remember sitting at my desk feeling like my heart would just jump out of my chest and I could just have a heart attack at any moment. That's how riddled with anxiety I was until I got a hold of the Word of God. So when I got delivered that day, it was awesome. But And then what I did was I made a decision to go after God with everything I had, I was like, I don't know the Bible. Like, I was going to church, you know, I listened to whatever they said. But, and then I turned on, like, TBN, and I started reading the Bible. I ordered the Bible on cassette. Back then it was cassette. And I just started learning everything I could. I would read the Bible, you know, and, and oh, and Kenneth Hagin books. That's what I started with. I must have read about 25 Kenneth E. Hagin books within a six-month period. And really... That's what started my faith walk, and then I never looked back. I found out that as a believer in Christ, I have authority over the enemy. I found out that faith could move mountains. Like, I went after God with everything I had, and I had to because I was at such a place of desperation. And, you know, I was freed of that addiction, but now I wanted my life to be transformed. And your life can only be transformed by the renewing of your mind to God's word. So that's what I had to, to, to do, you know? And so I got to read you some scripture. I got to bring you the word. We're, we're getting close on time, but I have to. Psalm 3730 says, the godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. So what I'm saying is you got to be careful what what you hear, you know, and, and the company that you keep. You have to be careful. You know, um, the book of Proverbs is, right, I call it the book of wisdom in the Bible. And the Bible says in countless places that we are to seek godly counsel. Godly counsel, right? Because God knew that there would be poisonous snakes and people in this world who are only out for themselves, right? They'll stomp and step on anybody just to get what they want. Well, stay away from those people, okay? John 10, 10, the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Well, let's look at life, right? Proverbs 4.22, one of my favorite scriptures in all the Bible. And I feel like everybody should print it out and put it everywhere. Memorize it. It's so good. Proverbs 4.22 says, the word of God is life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Their flesh, and right, the flesh can also be your way of thinking. It's the flesh, the flesh and the spirit many times are um, at enmity, right? They're opposed to each other as long as you're carnal. But if you get into the word and you let the spirit 
um, you, you renew your mind with the Word of God, then your spirit and your, your flesh, right, your way of thinking are going to line up. But also, Jesus died to set you free, spirit, soul, and body. So when you got saved, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit, right? He recreated your spirit, okay? And then now you want to renew your mind with God's word so that your mind can catch up to your spirit. Otherwise, you'll stay carnal. You'll be confused all the time. Your spirit will know what's right. So that's where you'll get the, I should do this, I shouldn't. But your mind will be like, eh, what's the harm? And then you're at odds, right? Because you haven't renewed your mind. And transformation is only going to be seen in your life when you renew your mind to the word of God, Romans 12, 2, okay? And then Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12 says, don't let anyone use magic or witchcraft or try to explain the meaning of signs. Don't let anyone try to control others with magic and don't let them be mediums or try to talk with the spirits of dead people. The Lord hates anyone who does these things. Again, that's Deuteronomy 18, 9-12, okay? Now, let me just say this, and we're almost out of time. Oh my gosh, it just goes so quickly. Um, you know, many people have people who have gone home to be with the Lord, and God knows that you miss them, right? And so... If you're in your room and you're like, you know, say your mom has gone home to be with the Lord or something, you know, or even, even, even a child. I mean, you know, God knows that you love them, that you miss them and their spirit lives on. So they are alive. You just can't see them until you, you go, you know, and it's your turn. But I believe with all my heart, because Jesus said they don't become angels, but they become like angels, meaning their spirits are alive. They're with God. So I believe they could see us. We just can't see them because there's that whole cloud of witnesses. They're cheering you on every day, right? So I don't think it's wrong to, to just say, you know, mom, I miss you or, you know, to your, to your son or daughter, like, I love you. Can't wait to see you again, you know, kind of thing. You're not conjuring up a spirit. You're not you're not going to a medium, you know, like in that movie Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. You're not going to the Long Island medium or something or the person that's like, what are they saying? Don't do that. I mean, that's just, I'm giving you the word of God here. And then Isaiah 47, 13, 15 says, you're so tired of the advice you've received. So let those who study the sky, those who tell the future by looking at the stars and the new moons, let them save you from what is about to happen to you. But they are like straw. Fire will quickly burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the fire. God is not. Mm -mm. 1 Corinthians 10.20 says, right? But I say, what is sacrificed to idols is offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to share anything with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons also. You cannot share in the Lord's table and the table of demons. Are we trying to make the Lord jealous? We are not stronger than he is, are we? I mean, it's very, very important. This cannot be overlooked, right? Even that the woman um, um, w with Paul, you know, he was walking and that, that, that medium was following them around because that's how, that's how money was made. And, and Paul cast it out, cast out that devil. And then the person couldn't tell fortunes anymore. And I think they got beat or something, right? Thrown out. Mm. So, listen, if you really love the Lord, 
you're going to love what God loves. You're going to hate what God hates, right? And Revelation 3.16, God said, but since you're like lukewarm water, right? Neither hot nor cold. I'm going to spit you out of my mouth or vomit you out of my mouth. What does he mean by that? God wants you to be, if you're going to be cold, right? And not want anything to do with him, then better that you do that than not really, but you know what I'm saying? Then be lukewarm, right? One foot in the word and one foot in the world. That's no good. God wants people that are hot on fire for him. Ugh. That's what we need to be because otherwise your life is just going to be a mixture. It's going to be a ball of confusion and you can't really help people if, you know, your mind isn't renewed to the word, right? Okay. And then there's one more that I wanted to read to you. In John 16, 13, Jesus said, when the spirit of truth comes, that's the Holy Spirit and he's already come, right? When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He's called the spirit of truth because he's the Holy Spirit. He's the very spirit of Jesus, right? Galatians 4, 6 says he's the spirit of Jesus. Okay. And it says, he will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future, right? And you don't have to pay him. He's resident in you. He lives in you if you're a child of God. Ugh. Jeremiah 29, 11, right? God said, for I know the plans I have for you. I have good plans for you, not to hurt you. I will give you a hope and a good future. Then you'll call my name. You'll come to me and pray to me and I will listen to you. But here's the thing. We have the Holy Spirit now. Back then, the prophets, uh, the Holy Spirit would come upon the prophets, right? He would come and then leave. He's never going to leave us or forsake us, right? So, okay, if you have ever been to a psychic or you've been reading the horoscopes and all that stuff, you need to repent of all that. And I'm going to lead you into a quick prayer. We're totally out of time, but you need to ask you know, you need to repent of that and get yourself completely clean of all of that and make a decision that you are going to follow the Lord and you're going to let the Holy Spirit live through you. If it's not the Spirit of God, it's some other spirit that you do not want advising you, right? Okay, so I'm just going to lead you into a prayer. Put your trust in God, not in astrology and psychics and demons, okay? Ugh. Okay, I'm just really passionate about that. Okay, so... Okay, and one more. Uh, Psalm 118.8 says it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. The Lord is your refuge. Psalm 91.14 says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. Trust in the name of Jesus. Okay, oh boy. <laughs> okay, I have more, but I, I just, I can't. So we, we're just going to just repeat after me and, and just mean it with your whole heart because God knows if you mean it, right? Just say, Father, in Jesus' name, I renounce Satan and all the works of the devil that I previously agreed with. I repent of my sins and for having come into agreement with any spirit and every spirit that opposes Jesus Christ. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior right now. I believe that God raised you from the dead on the third day and that you live now. You are alive forevermore. Come into my heart and 
teach me your ways. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and be my Lord. In your holy name I pray. Amen. Woo! Welcome to the family of God. Okay, so we are totally out of time. Now it's time to get into the word of God. Renew your mind with the word of God. Okay, that's the only way that transformation will then be seen on the outside, right? People will know that you're transformed once you know, you get the word of God in you because the more that you put that in your heart, that's what's going to come out um, in abundance, right? Mm. So I pray that this video has blessed you tonight. If it has, make sure that you share it with everyone. If you've got a friend or anybody that you know that, you know, seeks out the horoscopes, the astrologers, the psychics, make sure that they see this video because they need to renounce that Okay, and let's advance God's kingdom together. Share this everywhere. And I just want to thank you for being on the broadcast. I love you and I bless you in Jesus. And I'll see you next time. All right, enjoy your evening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.